Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show this week with Dr. Brian Forrest. And Dr. Forrest, you have a special guest you'll be introducing soon. If people want more information about today's show or they want to find out information about your practice, where can they find it? If listeners want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also send an email directly to accesshealthradio at gmail.com with their contact information. Uh, make sure you include that so we can thank you for the questions you send us. And if you'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, you can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or you can call 919-363-0190. This week on Access Health Radio, we're pleased again to have audio prostologist Victoria Bratan back again from Down East Hearing Care Associates. And Victoria, what will you be discussing today? Reasons to feel good about seeking help. Okay, uh, tell me more about that. Well, you know, research by the Better Hearing Institute concluded that the hearing loss treatment is shown to improve better physical health, emotional stability, sense of control over life events so you don't find yourself withdrawing from from activities that you would normally participate in communication and relationships you know the wife always upset not hearing and understanding telling the husband he needs to go get his hearing checked well eventually the wife is going to make it really really hard on him if he doesn't do something so that's one of the other things because he really might have a problem Yeah, he may actually have an issue. But you'd be amazed how many people come to our office that doesn't have a hearing impairment. They actually have wax impaction, middle ear issues, or they have some type of processing problem on the brain that's actually causing their issue. So if you're having problems hearing and understanding, the best thing to do is just go ahead and get it assessed. Find out what is going on. What is causing this this issue? Is it something in the outer part of the ear? Is it something in the middle ear? Or could it be an inner ear disease like Meniere's? Yeah, let's talk about Meniere's because uh, Huey Lewis, uh, he's back uh, doing albums with the news, uh, but uh, he was sidelined with Meniere's and he was almost in a suicidal type of uh, situation. Explain what Meniere's is and uh, how do you deal with it? Well, Meniere's is actually a disease that will attack the inner ear. The inner ear is where all your hair cells are housed that actually fire and send information to the brain so the brain can actually interpret it as speech. Mm-hmm. So what happens, the chemicals get thrown off, the endolymph and the paralymph get thrown off, and they're not balanced properly. So they start causing issues with vomiting for a person, mm. uh, dizziness, so dizzy, or they're actually spinning to the sensation they can't actually stand or walk. Uh, Their hearing will fluctuate from moment to moment. They can drift a lot. Um, And some people have ringing or roaring in their head so loud that they literally want to have their auditory nerve clipped. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's what you were meaning with Howie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's terrible. He has uh, uh, hearing aids that can help. But uh, talk about some things that. are disease-related that uh, you you can do something with? Well, the things that we look at in overall, if the person has a disease, we actually you know make sure that they're seen by ear, nose, and throat specialists that may mm-hmm. be able to go into and fix that issue for them. As far as diseases of the ear, we can help them in ears disease issue. Um, How so? Well, the person's hearing fluctuates from moment to moment. 
So what we can do is go in and try to get some type of baseline on the patient, if able to do so, because like I said, it does change from moment to moment. And then we would actually fit them with a hearing instrument that would give them four different levels that they can choose from. So we would set one of the levels as maybe a mild loss, the next level as a moderate loss, the next level as a supreme, severe loss, and then one is a profound loss. And in that prescription, they also have a volume control. So they can, depending on how they feel that day and what's going on at that time, they can set themselves under the program that's more suitable for them, and then they can use their volume control to adjust from that point, or either a remote control to manipulate how they want to hear. My goodness. Yeah. My goodness. So, so that's something they can manipulate and change they can go from one to two to three however Depending whatever on, setting they're in yes sir yes sir if they get a head cold or they're if they're on other medications and they don't take the medication like they're supposed to they can just entertain that manures and just get it rocking so we know try to consult with patients say don't do this don't do that look at these medications don't drink this drink this you know we try to help counsel with the patient the best way to rehabilitate them to get them back working again get them back functioning on a daily basis <laughs> um, but a Meniere's disease definitely has to be addressed by ear nose and throat doctor first before we do anything so if there's anything they can do on their end to help correct their issue that's what we want we're going to be their last alternative every day I drive home uh, yes. I, I am in uh, stuck traffic, and there's some car to the left of me that's just buzzing. I just can't imagine the volume and the damage that, that somebody doing. is doing with mm -hmm. that. Uh, are bass notes worse than high treble notes? Uh, um, actually, <laughs> hearing loss doesn't discriminate, okay? So it can happen at any time, at any frequency. It has a lot to do with the intensity level of that frequency. So if you get a lot of bassiness in the music and you find a lot of people doing that, they'll turn that bass up and kind of turn the treble down. They want the thump or they want the feeling of the thump. Well, that actually travels through bone, too. That lower frequency travels a whole lot easier than that high frequency does. Mm. So when they turn that bass up, they're actually causing more damage to the inner ear in the area of the 250 out to about 1,000 hertz, which is the lower stuff, the heavy stuff, which is right. also your vowels and speech. Now, most people, when they expose themselves to noise, it's more of power tools, guns, uh, machinery, industrial. That's what North Carolina is about, industrial. So yeah. you're going to find a lot of high-frequency hearing losses where the person's vowels are coming through pretty good, but their consonants are being wiped out. So the consonant itself is their clarity. And then we try to bring that back. So when patients say, I hear you, I hear the door shut, I hear the phone ring, I hear my sweetheart calling me from the other room, but, but I cannot understand them. Yeah. That's the consonants being dropped. Yeah, speech. and I know this happens too to uh, military vets. So Correct. we had a personality that uh, was in Afghanistan this years and years ago, and uh, he got hearing loss from the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, it... It hasn't corrected itself. There, there, there's once it's damaged. Is that a tear in the in the eardrum itself, or the cilia is? Is the is, hair cilia is actually destroyed, or either it's damaged? It's kind of like kind of like your eyeglasses. You know, I wear eyeglasses to see small things, so I use a bifocal to do that. 
if a person has a trifocal type of loss with their eyes, then they can see uh, about midway, but they can't see close up or see at a distance. Okay, mm -hmm. so it all depends on the individual's loss, depending on what can be addressed and what is not addressed. Okay, well, you are tuned to Access Health Radio. We got Victoria Bretan with us from Downey's Hearing Care Associates. And uh, you are in Rocky Mount and Nightdale. And uh, we will continue with more coming up. In fact, we're going to do some name dropping oh, when yeah. we come back. You're tuned to Access Health Radio on News Radio 680 WPTF. And welcome back. Well, let's do some name dropping. What do Bill Clinton and Lou Ferrigno and celebrities like that have in common? Well, they're, they're, they have the same hearing aids that you can get at Downey's Hearing Care Associates. Uh, you know, we really need to take away the stigma of hearing aids. Correct. Uh, because a lot of people may be walking around with well-fitted hearing aids that you don't even know about. That's correct. We have invisible hearing instruments uh, We have where a patient can put it in their ear and remove it themselves. Which is a very, it's a big plus. Yeah. A big plus. Uh, most people don't want to wear their hearing aids 24-7. Some people do, but it's not normal. It's not normal to leave something in the ear 24-7. So we try to fit the patient to the point that they forget about their product, mm -hmm. but we don't want them to forget about their product. We right. would put it in, go about their way, enjoy their day, not even worry about what's going on, and then at the end of the evening, take that product out, put it away the next morning, pop it back in the ear, and keep on rolling. That's our main goal. You know, I, the one thing that really stands about uh, out about you versus maybe some others in, in your field is the fact that you are independent and the fact that you can find the right hearing instrument for whatever the cause is. That's what, correct. Yeah. Yes, I'm, sir. There's so many hearing instruments out there on the market, and I'll have patients come in and say, what do I do? Where do I start? Where do I choose? Well, that's the specialist's job. They're, they're supposed to look at what is your lifestyle about? What is your physical ability? What are your disabilities that you have? What is your wants? What is your desire? What can your ear handle? What do you want your product to actually do? You know, that's going to be important, too. You know, you have somebody that's a gadget person that wants to manipulate everything that they do. Well, then you want to give them a remote control, give them accessories where they can manipulate how they want to hear and how they don't want to hear. If not, they're not going, they're not going to be happy. Um, those who don't like the gadgets, they just want to put in there and go about their way. Then you have patients that are just home. They don't go anywhere. They don't go out to eat. They don't go anywhere. They just, they're a homebody. They don't need the fancy stuff. But if you've got somebody who's an executive like yourself or myself where we're out and we're dealing with people every day, I'm dealing with 6,000 different sounds coming at us at one time, mm -hmm. we need something to handle our lifestyle. If not, we're not going to be happy with our product. You know, so those are the things that we look at is what is important to you? What is it that that you need? What is your what is your want? It might be your granddaughter you want to hear better of. It might be your wife you want to hear better. It might be your husband you want to hear better. It might be your pastor on Sunday mm -hmm. is who you want to hear and you don't care about nothing else. You know, those are the things that we look at. How can we cater to what the patient wants? That's important. Yeah, I imagine this can get in the way of job performance. Yes, it can. Yes, sir. Especially. Relationships. Mm -hmm. Yes, it can. See it every day. See it all the time. I've seen people lose their jobs because of their hearing impairment. It, they don't want to own up to it and say, hey, I've got a problem. Well, then the employer addresses it and says, look, we've got an issue here. 
and the employee ignores it and chooses not to take care of it, then the employer has forced to do something. Not, you know, most people are protected by the Disability Act, but when you bring it and you say, this is an issue, we need to address it, we need to fix it, and you don't, then they have the right to let you go if you're not going to address it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there's there's a a bit of uh, dragging the person to your office, and maybe they're they're thankful of that. But let's talk about some people that may have been fitted with hearing instruments, not properly. Uh, there's certain things you can do, even to instruments that you don't even you haven't even uh, prescribed. Correct, yes, That sir. you can maximize their performance, right? Yes, sir. But like I said, there's over 500 types of hearing instruments out there, so I have to kind of keep my mind on what's going on, what's being fitted, what are my com- competition doing, what do I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. But when I fit hearing instruments, I don't look at just what I fit. I look at what is somebody fitted by somewhere else. So if you got a patient coming from the next town over, or they're coming from the next state over, or maybe they're coming from Florida, and now they need somebody to help them. When I find a lot of times, and I hate to say this because there's a lot of really good specialists out there that know their stuff, but you have some people out there, they're out there just to fit a hearing instrument. Just selling the product. Just to sell the product. So when we look at our patients, like I said, we go for the whole picture. What's going on? What's, right. What are your issues? What are you having a problem with? So if the patient already has the hearing instrument, and I say it's five years or younger, not older, but five years or younger, I will help the patient with that product. Most hearing aids are going to run you somewhere between five to eight years on the technology if you're properly fitted. And Mm -hmm. that's why I say anything five years or younger, I will help the person because they still got some value left in their product. So what we do is we'll do a complete assessment called a workup. We do the retest of the patient, verify. We put the product in the patient's ear and confirm what they can get and what they cannot get with their product. If they can do better with the product that they have, I will help them with what they have. If the patient needs something better than what they have, I'll be honest and straight up with them. This is what's going on. This is why you're not being successful with this. This is what we can do to correct the issue. And then the patient comes in, decides to use a product from me, like I may loan them something or do a demo for them or maybe do some fine-tuning for them, and they choose that they want the product, then we will work with them. If they don't want the product, there is no hard feelings whatsoever because not everyone's going to like what you do. But I do try to focus on that desire and the facts of what that person wants, and that's what I look at on an overall. If I can take care of their weakness, what means the most important to them, then I've done my job. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. I mean, I can just just talk about just personal, uh, uh, the fact that uh, I, in golf clubs, for instance, they have different angles and different lofts uh, and something to be appropriate for one person, but not appropriate for someone else. Correct. So you can take a hearing instrument, and during that test, I imagine you just say, all right, this is this looks good for you, and you put them in a hearing booth, and then you, you manipulate? Well, actually, How does it, um, what goes on? it depends on the technology. Okay. It really depends on, uh, depends on that. If the person has a product that I cannot measure in their ear through their electronics of their product for the Mm -hmm. programming, then I have what we call real ear measurements. So I can go in, test a patient, put that target into a real ear measurement machine, put a probe into their ear, measure their ear without their product, which is, you know, unaided response, put their hearing instrument in, and then run the specs and verify if that person's meeting their target that they actually need to be able to hear and understand better. Mm. And if they're not meeting their target, then I could go in there and start fine-tuning the product and get it where it needs to be. 
The main problem that I find a lot is feedback issues. Feedback is that sound that happens with hearing instruments. If you have a high-frequency hearing loss, you need a hearing aid that has very good, stable gain. If you do not, you're going to have that from your hearing aid on just about everything that you do. And what a patient will do, most people will do when they have an impairment, they want the cheapest thing they can possibly get. But when you're dealing with that type of loss, they're not cheap. Those hearing aids are not cheap Mm. because they have to go and specifically target exactly how much you need in order for you to be comfortable with what you're hearing. And most people will go with straight amplifiers, which over over amplifies them. And that's not good. That's not my job to over amplify. My job is to fit them correctly. Yes, you get what you pay for. We are with uh, Victoria Bretan on Access Health Radio this week. Uh, Victoria joins us uh, the third uh, Sunday of every month. Uh, she's from Downey's Hearing Care Associates, audio prosthologist uh, with uh, Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care at 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale, 1356 Bevanue Plaza, Rocky Mount, on the web at downeyshearingcare.com. One more segment coming up. This is Access Health Radio on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back here on Access Health Radio. Victoria Bertan, uh, the audio prosthologist from Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care. Now, that sounds like for emergencies. Uh, explain what the Hearing Aid Urgent Care is all about. Hearing aid urgent care is more for that individual. They're not looking to come in and buy new hearing aids. They're not looking to come in to buy hearing aids. They want to work with what they have. Um, So we kind of set that up a little differently. We do things a little differently. That's more of set up for a workup where we're assessing what the patient already has, uh, doing word lists, rehabilitation, verify exactly what can help that patient with what they have. Um, It takes just a little bit longer to do that work. Um, because it's not coming in, the person not wearing anything. This person's actually coming in with something. So we got to pull their settings. We got to look and see what's going to be the better fit for that individual with what they have. Um, we do have an on-site repair lab. Uh, we do a lot of patching for patients. They'll crack their hearing aids, break their hearing aids, step on their hearing aids. So we put those back together for them in the office. Sometimes. Oh, a lot of times we can. You'd really? be amazed. Um, I had this one lady who's had a dog that continues to chew her hearing aids up, and I could try to tell her, ma'am, you've got to stop this. You've got to put your hearing aids up away from your dog. <laughs> Is this service somewhat unique for you uh, or for the, for the industry? For me, I would say so, yes. Um, I'm different. My office is not ran like the typical hearing office. Um, most places, they're either set up to strictly just fit hearing instruments, and that's all they mm-hmm. do all day. Uh, For me, we fit hearing instruments, we clean ears, we make ear molds on site, we make custom ear protection on site, we do repairs on site. Um, We do uh, hearing screenings for occupational. We do everything that has to do with the ear other than surgery and medication. And the other thing, too, uh, you got to keep up your status, uh, all your licensing and everything else. Yes, and, sir, and that I do. happens yearly? Yes, sir. Um, I'm actually an audio prosthologist, which I specialize in hearing rehabilitation. Uh, and I've been an audio prosthologist since 2001. I've been fitting since 1995 mm. uh, as a hearing instrument specialist, but I've become national board certified in 2000. So I try to look at how can I make things better for my patient? How can I learn? How can I look at 
at the rehabilitation end of it and get them back on track again. Anything that's going to help me in my industry, I want to be a, I want to be in there. I want to be involved. I want to be able to help these individuals. So I do keep myself up to date. I have my national board certification in here in instrument science. I have that been a long time. Licensed in the state of North Carolina. I'm occupational certified. I'm rehabilitation certified. I'm group certified, individual certified. So I look at the whole picture. Um, I have a lot of experience in hearing instruments as far as fitting and repairs. Hmm. So like I said, you know, we don't come in looking at just fitting the person with a hearing aid. Right. What is your issue? What is it that you desire? What is it that we need to do to make your life better? Well, that wraps things up for this uh, portion of Access Health Radio. You can follow up with Victoria Bertan, audioprosthologist for Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care at 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale at 1356 Bevenue Plaza in Rocky Mount on the web at downeashearingcare.com. Email Victoria at downeashearing at yahoo.com. Thank you so much. And Dr. Forrest, you have the last word. Uh, you're going to talk today about how uh, people can get prescriptions at a lower cost? Yes. So we, we've mentioned lots of websites and apps on the show before. In fact, we had a, a show specifically about some of the best medical apps. And one of the ones that uh, we've had people using a lot, both our patients and other folks, uh, is called AHD space rx so it's just ahdrx when people are searching for that app on on itunes or on the google play store they just type in the letters ahd and then leave a space and then you know just rx Uh, and what it's been doing is it's been dramatically reducing people's prescription drug prices Uh, they've been earning like rewards points that they can use on other things uh, so it's been working really, really well for us since the app got up. And the, the website is also has even more information on different disease conditions. Uh, you can find almost any disease on there and learn about it or the medications for it. So, uh, yeah, that uh, has been very successful, and I think people are, are really starting to take advantage of that. Well, our scripture of the week this week comes from Proverbs twenty five twenty seven. It is not good to eat too much honey nor is it honorable to search out matters that are too deep. Thanks again for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.